Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Cheered podcast. I'm your host, Austin Creed. I want to welcome you into the show. So my friends, you know, this show is built on self-improvement, development, developing your own personal philosophy, asking really difficult questions and whatnot. But you know, one of the hardest things that I've faced in my life and other people that I talk to also face this problem is there's only so much time in the day. Once you've reached a certain point, you realize that you're kind of getting in your own way. You know, at the beginning, it's always, oh, somebody else did this to me. I'm upset with somebody else. But then you pass this threshold of going from a victim to a vanquisher. And then you realize the only person in your way is the man in the mirror, the person looking back at you in your own reflection. You're at war with yourself. And I think now is as good a time as any to really go into, people call it purpose, passion, all that kind of stuff built upon motivation. But we can use those terms, that's fine. But I really want to jump into it because at the end of the day, on this journey that I hope you're on, I'm on this journey every day of wanting to be better than I was the day before. And that's not always easy to measure. I get that. Totally understand that. However, you need to understand that if you have a goal you're rooting for, then you have to be willing to make sacrifices to get there. And the only way you're going to make it is if you develop your own personal philosophy. I wrote all about it in Biblical Bachelor. Pick it up if you want. If you don't have to, if you don't want to, I don't really care. I wrote it so to help people, not just to get rich. But you know what? Here's the problem, okay? On our road to being the best version of ourselves we could possibly be, we often get sidetracked by our hormones, our emotions, and this idea of love, right? All, any one of us who've watched Disney when we were a kid, or any of us that have watched Cartoon Network, or all these other places, right? When we were kids, we had this idea of, I want to meet this person that's going to be the other half of my equation, and I'm going to love them, they're going to love me, it's going to be great, it's going to be perfect, and then my life's going to be fantastic. But then, that doesn't always work out that way. So then instead of falling in love with the person, or falling in love with your purpose, or your passion, or whatever, you fall in love with love itself. That euphoric feeling you have when you fall in love with somebody, or you're Twitter-pated with somebody, or you just become obsessed with them, and then... Before you know it, you're watching movies like The Notebook, <laughs> and then you're having, you're kind of going into these very stupid, infantile conversations, and you know, love is a young person's game, but let me, let me play this clip, and you let me know, how many people have you heard have this mindset? Let's play it. What do you want? I want a white house with blue shutters. And a room overlooking the river so I can paint Anything else? Yes. I want a big old porch that wraps around the entire house. We can drink tea and watch the sun go down. Okay. You promise? Mm-hmm. Okay, see, <laughs> oh no, oh no, you know what the worst part is? 
Look at this dang comment section. First of all, this video got 1.8 million likes. Y'all know that 90% of those are from women who wish they were with this version of Ryan Gosling. First of all, look at this garbage from this woman. The notebook makes me remember to keep believing in love. Right, because believing in it or the lack thereof makes it real. I never understood this argument of like, oh, I don't believe in love. I don't believe in God. I don't care what you believe in. What matters is what actually exists and what doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether you believe in something or not. Let's see. I will never stop believing this kind of love can be real. Well, have fun. Have fun with that. Um, I will never stop believing I deserve nothing less. First of all, this is this is this is terrible. Oh my god! Let me explain something to people maybe who didn't go to ninth grade of high school, uh, freshman year. Let me explain something. You ever heard the story of Romeo and Juliet? Oh, you have. Of course you have. Everybody has. Did you know that that story, as uh, romantic as it may seem, was actually meant for <laughs> you to laugh at the idiocy of young people? Shakespeare wrote that because he used to see how twitterpated and obsessed young love was back in England in the old days, and he thought it was so stupid and moronic that he decided to write about how stupid it was. But instead, people have seen, oh my god, love is so powerful and beautiful, and they took it the exact opposite way he intended. He was making fun of how dumb they were, not romanticizing how powerful and beautiful their love was I, I always found it so funny that people can take things so far out of context this right here on your screen is a fiction it is not real it is a script it is two people who are not even real people reading from a script written by a not also by a, not based on a real story and yet people want to take this Ryan Gosling movie into their real life, not realizing that it's never meant to be anything more but fiction. But yet, look at this comment section. Only man that kept his promise. Look at all these bitter, hurt women who wanted Chad McChannington, couldn't find him, couldn't lock him down, or got over him. Telling other women not to settle. If he wanted to, he would. Uh, high standards. Watching the movie again. Begging the people to buy flowers. Again, see, here's the problem. Women want this kind of man until they actually get him. And then when they get him, he's not enough anymore. They need more. You can never actually please a woman. You can't. They're, in, they're incapable of being pleased. It's not possible. Now... That being said, I'm not saying you should go out of your way to hurt anybody's feelings or be malicious in any way because A, it's a waste of your time, and B, I'm here to prove a point to you. A lot of men make it their purpose in life to get a badussy from people, to get the, their love of a woman, whether it's whether it comes in the form of physical intimacy, emotional intimacy, whatever. They think that their wealth and their status as a man is can immediately connected to their ab their ability
to lock down a woman and her affections, and this is false. Oh, hell no! 100% false. And this is part of the problem. The reason why you're having a hard time finding purpose in your life, finding something you're passionate about, is because you're told by everybody to chase women. When in fact, number one, w women want you to chase them. They pretend like they don't like the attention and whatnot. They, they love it. But they want the attention of the guy they're actually attracted to. But again, gentlemen, you want to be like Ryan Gosling? You want to be like this guy? Guess what? A lot of us got to work to get anywhere near that point. Because once you have options and leverage, you won't come from a need position. You won't be desperate. You won't be needy. You won't be any of these things that are completely a shame and a shanda on your character and on your reputation. But you see, in this process to become the person we want to be, we get sidetracked by our emotions, and then we kind of go through this phase of now we want to build, right? We want, we, we go through this, you know, you might be, a, maybe you read Napoleon Hill. Maybe you ran into a video about Andrew Tate. Maybe you suddenly want to build this future for yourself. Well, the problem is then you start also listening to stuff like this. If everything is made of energy, and energy is neither created or destroyed, then all things already exist in an energetic and vibrational state. Recognizing this truth is the secret to manifestation. When you desire something, it already belongs to you on an energetic plane. If you can experience its energy, the feeling of it, you possess it. Persist in this sensation, this potent energy, and observe as it morphs from waveform to particle, from ethereal energy to tangible matter. Feel the reality of what you want, and stay in that feeling until you see it in your reality. What? Okay. I totally understand what he's saying. Here's the problem, though. Okay, the problem is, again, this idea of Sphinxian Syndrome. I created this term because it basically applies to people who use vague, mystic language to, in a lot of words, to say nothing. They infer everything, but say nothing. They don't explain it to you in a way that's very easy to follow. It, any idiot can overcomplicate something that's already complex. It takes someone who's actually wise to break down that is which, comp which is complex and make it comprehensible to the masses. That is what separates somebody who is average from somebody who is an intellectual. Now, that being said, I understand this idea of energy is neither created nor destroyed albert einstein we understand this but here's the interesting part of it people want to live too much in their head right and while your mindset is the most important thing you can ever have don't ever forget that by the way whether you want to look at the negative or the positive can ultimately change your entire life that is a hundred percent true the problem is with even if you have all this knowledge you have all this wisdom Knowledge only becomes wisdom through application, not just contemplation. I'll repeat that in case you missed it. Knowledge becomes wisdom through application, not just comp not just um dang it, I lost it. My mind's five places at once, not just contemplation. You need to be able to not just contemplate it, but to apply it. That's what makes 
knowledge into wisdom. But yet, so many people, myself included, and a lot of times, we want to just overcomplicate it. It seems so hard. It's like climbing a mountain, and you're standing at the base of the mountain, and you're like, wow, that is um, that's a long way up. Uh, how long is this going to take again? And then before, instead of just starting the climb, you start thinking about climbing. Then you start thinking about maybe, maybe I shouldn't climb at all. Maybe, maybe I want to do something else. Maybe I want to go to the river. Maybe I want to go to the beach. Maybe I just want to go back home. You stop. It paralyzes you. You put yourself in mental or what I call psychological paralysis. And you just kind of stand there and you don't do anything. Which is the worst thing you can do. The only thing worse than a step backwards is not a step at all. Because sometimes even a step backwards can make you realize just how much you need to take two steps forward, three steps forward. And that's powerful. And it allows you the chance to liberate yourself from the oppression and limitations put on you by you. And speaking of limitations and purpose and passion, a lot of people say they want to find purpose and passion in God. And I respect that, I do. Here's the problem though, is we, we just talked about this, this energy language that you hear from every quasi dating coach that's a fe that's female on TikTok. But now let's look at this and let's hear it from a more Judeo-Christian perspective, shall we? The Bible declares that all of my days, we're talking about purpose now, yeah. were ordained for me before. before one of them came to be. Yes. God told Jeremiah, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb and it already ordained you to be a prophet to the nations. Listen, your purpose was sealed before your mama's womb carried you. Isn't that something? The Bible says that Jesus was not a good idea after Adam screwed up, but Jesus was the lamb slain before, before the foundations yes. of the world. So God already had a plan of redemption before man ever screwed up. Woo. So purpose starts in heaven. Okay. Um, see, it's this kind of stuff that makes me really wonder how people don't understand that the church in a lot of ways has completely fallen apart. And he's not inherently wrong with what he's talking about. The problem is this. Theology is very confusing for a lot of people. Even if you grew up in the church, you hear one thing from one person, something else from somebody else, and then you don't know how to rectify the two together, so you do and you don't at the same time, and then you get confused, and then somebody tells you that what you believe is not true, but theirs is, even though they can't prove it, and all this type of garbage, right? And then we get into this conversation of free will versus predestination and all this stuff, right? But that's all missing the forest for the trees. In my experience, and this is anecdotal, I understand, but in my experience, God rewards people who take action. God doesn't just walk up while you're sitting there doing nothing and then say, hey kid, I got an opportunity for you. Uh, I've never heard of that really happening. The problem is people expect that to happen. People expect that God's just going to show up while they're sitting around playing Xbox, on scrolling social media, or whatever, and then God's just gonna show up and gonna offer them a deal of a lifetime while they're not doing anything, while they're not investing in themselves, while they're not actually 
bettering themselves at all. They want God to do better by them. First of all, I'm not going to speak about what God will or will not do. I'll leave that to the, the less educated individuals. But what I will say is this. Energy that we have is spent in multiple ways throughout our day. And some people pull energy from different places. Some people swear up and down that God gets them through the day. And that's beautiful. Some people say that they make it through the day because they're just that driven and they want to make it happen. Respect. Other people say that there's the love of their significant other or their kids or whoever or their pet or their whatever keeps them going. Well, that's also beautiful. But you know what? The strongest form of energy that I have found in, is your, your hormonal energy that's centered around your sexual orientation. And if you do not harness this power, it tends to lead you astray. And it tends to either make you fall in love with love and makes you become overzealous about things you can't control, like religion or politics, which I love talking about. Don't get me wrong. But if you can't do anything about it, then why do you get up every day talking about something you can't control? You might as well talk about the one thing you can control. Your life, your experience, and in doing so, you might help someone else to change their life. The best way to find purpose and direction in your life is to identify who you are right now. Who is it you currently are? Could be good, could be bad. And then once you identify who you are, and sometimes it's going to be less than flattering, that's okay. You then need to decide who you want to become. What is it you want out of life? You want to make money? You want to be famous? Whatever it is you want to do, you can achieve that thing. Now, is it going to be easy? Uh, no, because if it was, you'd already be there. But if you're willing to sacrifice everything you have to get what you want, then you might have a chance at achieving what it is you want to achieve. But you see, the problem is a lot of people want to get while not really giving a whole lot. And those of us who give a lot and we don't get necessarily what we expected to get in return, we can harbor resentment. And that's only going to serve the same purpose as somebody drinking poison and then wanting the person they despise to drop dead. You see how stupid that sounds? Exactly. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Neither does... Living one way and then expecting a different result. That's like planting a tr banana tree and then wanting strawberry, a strawberry bush. That's not going to happen because it goes against the laws of nature. Just like if you go to the gym for long enough and you eat a somewhat protein-filled diet, you will gain muscle. You can't just go to the gym, lift weights, and not see results doesn't work that way because you're putting energy towards doing that. In the same way that if you put energy towards your career, you go into work every day, you show up, you work hard, you put in extra work, then guess what? You will be rewarded for that. You cannot give without getting something in return. It may not be what you wanted or what you think you needed, but at the end of the day, 
the best way for that those two to be brought together is for you to make that choice for yourself. Not looking to a bunch of other people who don't know you, don't know your position, don't know what you care about, don't care, frankly, what you care about. Then why are you letting them tell you how to run your life? I want you to decide for yourself what, what you value, what you want, and what you want to do. That will set you free. Now, is it hard? Oh, oh, hell yeah, it's hard. If it was easy, everybody would do it. But it's only because there are so few of us that it actually holds value. Scarcity is valuable. Bitcoin works the same way. Only so many of it out there. And a lot of people want it. That's why it has value. A lot of people want freedom. Very few people are willing to pay the price and are content with the freedom to be comfortable. My friends, please have the courage to develop your own personal philosophy. Identify what you care about. Find out what you want to actually do. Not just care about what other people tell you to care about. Because they don't really care about you, by the way, most likely. If you want to put that to the test, please do. Just know. Never expect other people to care about you, especially when you're not adding something to their life. That's just human nature. My friends, please stay vigilant. Please question everything you heard, both on this show and off of this show. And my friends, I hope to see you again next time. Take care of yourselves in the meantime. If you want, like I said, you can pick up a copy of Biblical Bachelor. If you don't, don't sweat it. You don't need to. But I want you to find a better way live your life on your terms defined by you. I'm out. Peace.